I want to be a cruel bastard in my, in my, in my next... <laughs> um, I really don't think about um, uh, how... Um, how a part's going to do for my career. It's it's uh, it's how I can do for the part, and so I really hadn't really given it much thought concerning um, if it was a good career move or what. Um, I feel like it's kind of like an official bonus to um, the satisfaction that I had already felt after seeing the movie. I mean, that to me was was what really meant something to me, and and this um, is just an extension of that. No, I mean, I think that there's all different shades and and different sides to the roles that I've played so far, so I don't think that I've fallen into any uh, certain set type. Um, um, the next film I'm working on will most definitely contrast um, what I've already done. It's called Love You to Death. Love You to Death. I play a, a pizza shop boy um, with... Uh, Kevin Klein as um, the the owner of the pizza shop. Over a lifetime, all of us change to an extraordinary degree. From a physical perspective, we start off as a little bundle about 50 centimeters high with cherubic features and elastic soft skin. I, I want you to understand that ask yourself at all times what's the reason you're doing or trying to do a same do what you do. Why go this far? intervening period, every single cell in our body will have been replaced, often many times over. So think about it, you laugh, you think, and you cry. That's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week. And we'll have gone through all kinds of experiences that perhaps leave almost no trace in memory. Remember, if you think you are broken, you are. And remember, there's no such thing as bad luck, only lost opportunities. We carry the same name throughout our lives and consider ourselves as a relatively stable, unitary entity. But is it really right to think of ourselves as the same person? Why try to see it all? Why try to have it all? Why do it? Why learn it? Stay angry. Stay English. A standard assumption is that it's our body that guarantees our personal identity. If you think you are inadequate, you are. Now the campaign process all this information. Let me introduce you to yourself. Speak. Three, two, one, and roll. I would have handled it differently. Uh, I would have. Uh, I think overreacted uh, and I've been a little more dramatic uh, because I'm not uh, as used to the um, the patterns that uh, Danny has been through and uh, he's uh, very aware of uh, of the cycles that he's gone through and it's happened again and again and it's just like uh, here we go again uh, another hiding another place to be and uh, it's different for Danny, I think, than it would be for me. I mean, I, I would have been a lot more uh, distressed by it all and uh, and a lot more confused because uh, I, I come from uh, an entirely different situation, uh, something that it's hard to say. We're all over the place. Uh, there's uh, a lot of stuff that's out there in the open as far as feelings. Uh, it's out there, everything's out there. It's, it's really honest and immediate and uh, uh, because of that uh, 
we don't let things build up too long so that we can deal with it and talk about it. And uh, there's not many uh, uh, head games that go on. If we're upset, we don't show it by by walking around with a real grim look on our face for hours and hours on end. You know, we'll deal with it and we won't, uh, you know, we replace the guilt that most people give each other when they're upset with someone else with uh, with uh, real honest feelings, whether they be real positive or, 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 or drastically negative. Uh, a lot of times, uh, well, most of the time, if not all the time, uh, my uh, my parents deal with all the kids <clears throat> on a very equal level. It's not that I'm the parent, you're the kid. You know, listen to this. There's reasoning involved. We'll communicate our feelings, and you know, we'll negotiate and uh, and work it out. And uh, you know, there comes a time where you know the parents you know have to put their fists down and say, "This is, you know, what we have to do. This is better for all." And uh, but usually, I mean, it, it, it. Usually, I mean, if if it's obvious that it's the right thing, you know, we'll agree on it. I mean, we're we're all reasonable people. And uh, one thing that I was talking about with a friend earlier, about uh, what parents do that really annoys me, and uh, I guess every parent does it to all the kids, is when uh, you know they say, "Listen, it's time to go to sleep now." I mean, speaking when I was younger, it's time to go to bed now, and then you'll say. Uh, well, you know, I want to go out, I want to do this, this and that, and they, they'll say, no, this is what, you know, you should be doing. You have an early call tomorrow morning or something, you have responsibilities to attend, you should get some sleep. And you'll say, well, what time is it? And they'll say, time to go to sleep. Or, you know, <laughs> you know that little twist of, oh, you want to just, you want to... No, I don't play the piano. I, I learned to play. I mean, I can play chords and you know the basics but uh, I couldn't read music and I, I couldn't play piano and I didn't know any classical music uh, to play uh, and they had a piano coach that they had hired for me uh, to to learn all this kind of stuff which is kind of ironic because that summer I wanted to get piano lessons and and learn you know the basic theory and and um, learn how to read music and then uh, Lorimar came along with this piano coach, and they paid for it. It was great, so it worked out, and uh, I, I played throughout that stuff, and it was uh, it was fun. Early on, I was worried about you know if I could you know do it or not, uh, but I had practiced enough, and I had you know enough uh, uh, you know lessons and and help you know from from Gar, the piano coach, so that. When it came around, I mean, it was you know second nature as far as the fingering. It was all memorized. I didn't have to concentrate on on reading, and I just played it through, and it it really came easy, and and it looked realistic. I mean, I hate the films where you see people's hands playing, and then it cuts back to the people playing hiding their hands, and they're just like. And uh, in this, it's fun because you see the hands, and then it pans up, and you see me playing. It's like, yeah, I did that, <laughs> and it's it feels good because it it just adds you know realism to the you know to the film. And uh, I think that I was listening to a lot of it during that time, and I I really do like it, and I love strings, I love cello, and uh, um, I I met one of the cello players that were acting in it at Juilliard and the bassoon player and I had written a song and we had gotten together and we had recorded it at a 24 track studio on my 17th birthday 
and uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was kind of like this vaudevillian um, uh, song with a kind of polka beat, and uh, we, you know, with cello and piano and, and guitar, and uh, and uh, it was fun because it's for me. Oh, it's a right. private venture that oh, okay. is a lot of fun. Okay. But I play it. I play it for friends and stuff. But um, as far as I don't know. I haven't worked uh, since running on empty, and I'm kind of anxious to do something substantial and something that's really good. I'd like to do something that's candid, uh, real life with some humor involved. Uh, um, I'm doing a, a little cameo, a bit part in Indiana Jones 3 for fun, and uh, and that should be uh, good. I get to ride a, a, a caballo, a horse, that is. Uh, <laughs> that should be a lot of fun, and I'm doing that in Colorado uh, starting September just for a couple of weeks. Okay, well, we'll look for that. All right. Well, I hope Running on Empty does well for you. I hope so, too. Wonderful performance. Thank you very much. Thanks. Nice talking to you. Thanks. Cut. Cut. <laughs> hey, Petey, have you heard about this new podcast, Public Access America? You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and even the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's so cool. Not good enough. But are you a German spy? Because that sounds like technology. It's like that new thing, the radio, or a newspaper for your ears. You can even follow their production company, Jar Codes, on Twitter or Facebook and find all new episodes posted every day. Oh, that's cool. I don't care nothing about no planes, but I gotta hear the latest episode of Public Access America now. Oh, watch the bomb. You can even go to their YouTube channel at Public Access America and find great videos from at the age of 23, it happened outside the Viper Room, a popular West Hollywood night spot. His friends say Phoenix had been, in the words of one of them, acting strange. When he collapsed, his brother called 911 and mentioned the tranquilizer Valium in his friend's car. You must get over here, please. You must get over here, please. Okay, take it easy, okay? Okay, now I think he had Valium or something. Okay, now I Phoenix's co-star in the Mosquito Coast, Harrison Ford, called the young actor a man of talent, integrity, and compassion. Other film credits include Stand By Me, My Own Private Idaho, and Running on Empty. Inside this trendy Hollywood nightclub, he was rushed to Cedar sinai Hospital, where police say he died 50 minutes later. At this point in time, the exact cause of death is still under investigation. Los Angeles homicide detectives say an autopsy will take place in the next few days and should reveal what caused the young actor's death. I've had a, a pretty good life, but very kind of uh, random at times and uh, exciting. His career took off after he co-starred in the box office success Stand By Me. It's fascinating what 50 bucks can get you at the county recorder's office. What do you got? He played a computer whiz kid in the hit Sneakers. But the bulk of his career was spent on more small-budget, less mainstream films. I feel sorry for myself. My Own Private Idaho was one such film in which Phoenix played a narcoleptic teenage hustler. For this role, he won the Best Actor Prize at the 1991 Venice Film Festival. The son of missionaries, he spent much of his childhood in Venezuela. Phoenix had said that upbringing influenced his acting career. For me... You know, being true is all I can do, you know, and that's all uh, I can do in my craft that, that makes it valid for me. 
I have no right in telling this to you. It's dangerous. He was rewarded for his work in Running on Empty with an Oscar nomination, and he was generally thought of as a serious actor with a bright future. Tonight, police say their immediate investigation hasn't given them much information, and they too are waiting for the results of the autopsy. Sandra Hughes, CBS News, Hollywood. It's 7.33 now. An autopsy later today will determine the exact cause of death of one of Hollywood's rising stars, River Phoenix. Today's New York Daily News quotes a paramedic who said that the actor collapsed with all of the signs of a cocaine reaction. Gloria Hillard now takes a look back at the young actor's career. He was the sensitive kid with the tough exterior in the movie Stand By Me. He was just 16, and he was in the spotlight. Two years later, he would be nominated for an Oscar in Sidney Lumet's Running on Empty. Aren't we supposed to question authority? You taught me that. It was the story of a boy born into a non-conventional nomadic family, and River Phoenix traveled some common ground with his character. He, too, was born of nonconformist parents who encouraged him to be independent early on. I, uh you know, have been encouraged to, uh, to, to uh, take responsible action in my life. And I, I have been since I was very young. All the kids, uh, you know, we're all, you know, real extreme individuals and, and uh, very much um, um, we're our own people. Do you see it, Charlie? No, Dad. He played Harrison Ford's son in Mosquito Coast and then teamed with the actor again as the young Indiana Jones in Steven Spielberg's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I always know where I am by the way the road looks. Like I just know that I've been here before. In 1991, he played a male hustler in My Own Private Idaho. I feel sorry for myself. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm you know, well-adjusted. Shy of publicity, Phoenix was a prolific actor. He was to co-star opposite Tom Cruise in the film version of Anne Rice's best-selling novel, Interview with a Vampire. He was just 18 when in this interview he talked about life off the movie set. He said he would do things to remind himself of who he was, to play guitar, to do music. Think, well, a lot of thinking, uh, um, form relationships or, or um, 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 redistribute my energy in different ways you know I'm not I'm not you know on a set doing what I am used to doing so you know I have to learn to make that adjustment and 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 uh, you know change it he talked then about the pressures of the business so I could give you a kind of in general superficial answer yeah I mean, from day to day you have the things that rub you the wrong way that rhymes notice that and uh, and uh, you deal with them and and once you do then you begin to, uh, <laughs> to um, make things better. Hey, Jude. River Phoenix was 23.